Hi, beautiful people. It's Annalyn here, aka That Philly Girl. Hi, guys. It's Kaveen, spelled Kevin with an E. And welcome to our ninth episode of our Yes, yes You Podcast. podcast. So, we're just going to get straight into it. Today's topic is growing up in a foreign land. Yep. How old was you when you came to the UK? Well, according to my passport. <laughs> 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 you know, know, I should speak like a Filipina, you know. Okay, no, okay, we can, we can talk the way okay, we can from, man. So okay. this episode is called the International, is that <laughs> No, it's, it's called the FOB, fresh off the boat. I did not come here off a boat, sir. I took a plane. Oh, <laughs> fresh off the plane, FOB, fresh off the, <laughs> the plane. plane. <laughs> um, so I came here when I was eight, seven, going on eight, yeah. You know me, I came here when I was ten. Oh, really? Yes, yes, I was very young. It was... Um, oh, but you don't have... <laughs> it was um it was you know Gaban Fire Night. Uh, I remember it was very cold, you know. Cold. Okay. And then I woke up and there was I saw a squirrel and I was saying a, a, a squirrel. And, a squirrel. And, and, okay. and then and then I said to my nan, What is that? What is that animal? I've never seen I that. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, okay. You know, I don't I right. don't to this country. Did you speak English when you came? Well, I'm from the Philippines and English is a second language. Okay. Uh, but it wasn't, I was able to conversate. It was more of like, it's an apple. If it's a vowel, it's an and. If it's a consonant, <laughs> it's a, a yeah. No, I, So all I, the I basics. Make, yeah. And all I knew about England was there's maybe a Dracula vampire and I should have... <laughs> Story. Yeah, and I should have garlic just in case they come for me. Garlic. Yeah, to save me. Because you were gonna get off the plane and there was just gonna be <laughs> a vampire ready to suck your blood with there. But I remembered flying here and being really sad. I believe I was crying. I didn't wanna come. I didn't know what was going on. I, mm. I loved where I was. I was I, I really liked my life in the Philippines yeah. at that young age and it was very like sudden that I had to move from one country to another but a decision had to be made here I am and here you are and that's a good thing right next to you okay, okay so, <laughs> hmm. so I came here when I was seven going on eight I was born in Cameroon I spent the first six years seven years of my life in Cameroon when I got here I didn't speak a word of English I only spoke French so I went to primary school and I had translators <laughs> I had translators. Yeah, my whole primary school experience when I got here was um, very interesting. My name was different. People assumed I was going to be a boy because of my name. And let's just say my mum had cut my hair as well. I looked like a boy. So in primary school, because I, was, so I didn't speak English, my hair was cut. My name was funny. And the only friend I had was a Chinese girl. <laughs> and we couldn't even talk. <laughs> so she would just sit with me at lunchtime and I would just be on my own. Literally, we couldn't talk. We would just sit next to each other. And we used to play this like hand game that she taught me it was um in mandarin i don't even remember it but yeah that's that's how i communicated but um in primary school during my playtimes and lunch times i only get um 20 minutes of lunch time most of the time was spent in the library mm-hmm. with my teacher learning to read in english so i read things like biff and chip just to learn english but um yeah i came here when i was young so growing up in you know a foreign land do you feel like you you had experience
there's a lot of pressure or challenges. Actually, what I'm really keen to understand is what challenges did you face when you were younger and the age that you are now? And I think what would be really helpful to the people that are listening to this are how you overcome those challenges. I don't think I faced any challenges when I was younger. For me, it was just trying to have a child, I guess, be a child, have a childhood. I mean, you think that, you know, as a child, you think when I get older, oh, I'm going to be responsible or not even responsible. I'm going to do the things that I want to do. Every child has that. But I feel like for me, it was more just have a childhood, whatever that childhood meant at the time. I don't feel like I had any challenges other than not being able to speak English. But once I learned English, I was doing fine in school. I guess for me, it was friends and bullying or anything like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got bullied because of my parents, but I never took it to her. Beautiful girl. Yeah, beautiful now. Because the glow up had to happen over the years, okay? Because, um, okay, so in primary school, I used to get bullied a lot. I used to get bullied. I used to go home and tell my parents. My parents were like, if they tell you you've got a big nose, go and tell them you breathe more oxygen than so it was things like that so I never I never let the bullings get to me like you can even ask my sisters now I always made sure in school like I had different friends if I was in one group uh, one circle with people and like this person didn't like me for any reason and I just felt like it was getting toxic I always had other people I can hang around with I never had and even to this day I never have just one friendship circle I know multiple people because I figured out how to compartmentalize my Mm. friendships to Mm. the point where I wasn't fully dependent on anyone Mm. but yeah I don't I don't think it was anything I would say extremely challenging that I couldn't overcome as a child. I mean, the first thing was the language barrier. Then, you know, there was a phase in school when had to decline. When people say you look African or you were African, you just declined or whatever your name was, you just be like, nope, I'm British. But now it's, I feel like society's more embraceive and acceptive of of the cultural differences. What about you? Did you experience any? You know, I did. Really? Yeah. um, I think it wasn't so much in primary school. I was year six when I came. I think one aspect was obviously English um, language. Um, I I was quite fortunate that I, I caught up the English language quite well. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes, I'm not going to lie, my grammar isn't as best as it could be. Yeah, same. And that's something that I struggle with and that's something that I'm learning to, to like develop. I think there's a software or a programme that my work colleague was telling me called Grammarly. Oh, I've heard of that, um, yeah. You can get a free edition and also like the one that you that you have to pay for. I'm hopefully going to use that. So English. But that didn't really deter me. I think I'm very smart anyways. <laughs> if I say so myself. So education was always good I've always said to myself that education is key because that's how we were brought up in the Philippines Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think one of the things that I found it really difficult is that when people or children were disrespecting the teachers because in oh, the Philippines yeah. we it's were not... so respectful yeah. towards them because you know they're there to teach us and we're there to learn and then bullying I've always been I've always liked being different I've never tried to fit to fit in I never understood why people try to fit in when we were, bo- we were all born to be different so bullying in high school was, was quite bad and I think it's because I was I was smart like I didn't like to follow people as well like if t- people were telling me things if I disagree about it like I don't want to follow you if I don't believe in what you're saying then why should I why should I do it and that makes like, sense like who are you like we're the same age yeah. we're the same status who are you to feel like that you're better than me we're peers or so, ma- yeah, or, yeah or make me feel like that I'm less than you so high school wasn't it wasn't like oh my gosh I want to die but it wasn't like the best 
experience. Like, I wish I had a better high school experience. And I feel like if I was in the Philippines, I would probably have had a better better. experience. Yeah. Because everyone is so different. And I don't know if you agree. Like, here in the UK, people don't respect people if you're really smart. Like, you're kind of, like, a bit geeky. You know, depending on which your circle friends Mm -hmm. are, like, you get called geek, you're not, like... Whereas in the Philippines, if you're really smart, like, people really respect you. Yeah. You know, like, you you don't really get picked on. Like, I don't think bullying really happens in the Philippines either. So it's a cultural difference yeah, that brings it, was, it about. Yeah, which I found quite difficult to adjust at first. But then you realise, and what I'm really grateful is that it actually taught me a lot of resilience. It really taught me to stand up for myself. And it really taught me to be just be true, like to be authentic and to be me. And you have to though, because at the end of the day, you don't, you're not accountable for anyone else other than yourself. Yeah. Um. So that was, that was difficult, Um. I think, in high school. Okay, so out of the two places in your life where you've lived, do you feel more like here is home, so the UK's home, or the Philippines home, or are you unsure about I'm unsure. And I think that's partly the reason that I, I don't, at the moment, I haven't invested in the UK um, in terms of property because I don't know, I don't know where, where I'm going to be. Like, it's almost like I know I live here and I've got my family here. But do you, I, call, I, do you call the UK home or is the Philippines home? I don't know. I call both of them home. Okay. For both different reasons. Philippines, obviously, is where I grew up. I was born there. And when you go there, it's so beautiful. The people are really friendly, you know, um, different culture. But I also know like in the UK it's where I started my career it's where I had my education that so I'm sense. kind of split in between, between in, in, in between I think I'm forever grateful that I moved into the UK because I really believe that I don't think I've had I wouldn't have had the opportunity I would have probably have different opportunities mm-hmm. in the Philippines because I know either way whether I was in the UK or in the Philippines I will succeed in life but being in the UK had has given me a lot of opportunities um, when it comes to my career when it comes to like studying I'm um, the UK is meant to be one of the best places to get a degree in. So from that aspect, I am really, really grateful. And I really feel like that growing up in another country made me more grateful for what I have now. And I think that's that's one of the things that's really been emphasised in my life is knowing where I've come from and where I'm at now. Is I can totally see a massive difference. Being raised by my grandmother for, I guess, from the age I would say from about four, my grandmother was taking care of me and knowing how I literally just used to roam the streets of Cameroon. <laughs> my friends and I would meet here yeah. and then we'll tell our grandmother we're going to over there to somebody's house and it was very carefree so you yes, knew that it was like more of a community environment everyone on the road will look after you and your child mm. whereas when I came here it was more different it was okay we're not <laughs> we're not letting you out the house uh, after a certain time because crazy things happen here at night or it's not as much freedom as I had back mm. then saying where I feel like it's more home I wouldn't really know I feel more comfortable here but I also miss the cultural aspect yeah, of being back home yeah. but when I go back home I can tell they see me as an outsider so I'm kind of in the ocean somewhere trying to build my own land (laughs) I totally feel the same because when I go back to the Philippines there's things that culture things that Filipinos don't do that I do because I'm I'm here to an extent you've been westernised yeah but it's one of those things as well that when I'm when I'm in the Philippines they say I'm from London but when I'm in London I'm from the Philippines (laughs) yeah it's almost like an identity crisis. Like, where, where am I from? Where, where am, I, am I from? What do I call home? Yeah, when I'm back home, they can definitely tell the difference. Even the way mm. I speak, even the, my the way we appearance, dress, everything. Yeah. Even when you try and fit in, is they know you're just you're different. Um, but I, for me, I I appreciate the opportunities I have, but from being here because I know seeing my cousins and family back home, they don't have the opportunities I have. They haven't had the ability to get their life to where they mm. where I am right now. I'm not saying I'm hundred 
100% most successful but I see the difference in um, how we've had to strive throughout life would I change it I don't know you know I don't know if I would would have preferred living somewhere else or maybe because I've lived in two different countries I kind of have that bug or that itch that I, I need to live in different places throughout the world mm. just to see what it's Sims like me, yeah. moving from one country to another has made us adaptable definitely 100% 100 and one percent so yeah because from the young age you had to adapt yeah and I, I think everyone should really try it to be honest i think the world is too small for you to just stay in one one country and that is so true and the love of your life i mean just being that other country that you've been thinking about going to exactly so go <laughs> go and move but no i think our parents or you know our grandparents um made a decision and, and I think at that moment, at that time, you know, for our lives to be better, I think it's it's up to us to make sure that our life is better, whether you're in your foreign country, foreign land, or whether you're in your own country. Sometimes I think it's just mad how, how my parents just left Cameroon and came here, not knowing where they were going, who they were going to, like, where they're going to be staying, what jobs they were going to have, and just, just, just to start a new life. Because now, nowadays, what people would do is they would move to countries... With a job just, already. Because of yeah. a career, right? Yeah, because of yeah. a job. But to think of leaving everything you know behind and then going to start completely afresh somewhere new where you don't know people or where you don't know people let's say you might know some people but you can't 100% rely on them and you're starting from scratch the language you've only learned in school mm-hmm. and you're going you're going there and you have to learn how to communicate go through all these formal processes getting formal documentation and trying to find a job for me I'm just that is crazy because things must have been either been going so bad or you must have wanted a change so much that you left everything you knew behind to start afresh miles away from any of your support system but then they probably thought that that you know they I won't say the unexpected the unknown was better than what they already knew and that's probably why and I think I give so much respect and value to people so much that actually did that especially at those days because it, it takes a brave person to get out of their comfort zone away from their family in a land that they've never touched on. Ever. Not even gone on holiday to, just completely... Exactly. Completely new. And I think this is... Let's just be grateful for those. And I feel like we shouldn't waste opportunities that they've given us, they've oh, provided us. But I think they I think they worked too hard to allow us to even waste the opportunities, which is why mm, I think yeah. for first-generation immigrants, second-generation immigrants in this country, the parents put so much emphasis on doing well in school because... As far as they're concerned, that's a stepping stone into ensuring your future. Um, and I guess in some reports that you can see, like, kids from ethnic backgrounds with, like, first-generation immigrants which are, who are parents and stuff, you see them doing academically better in schools because they understand where or how far their parents have had to come to give them the opportunities that they have. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with you. Um, actually, I want to discuss another, I mean, another section um, of this podcast is we've got an opportunity, yes, but do we still have responsibilities in our homeland i.e. sending money back to your family because it happens a lot yeah. the moment you moved into another country there's expectations that one should help because what, you have better behind. opportunities yeah. I get that but these are the circumstances of helping education mm-hmm. medical I'm not paying your rent that's it I'm not paying your rent I'm not going to ensure that you're fed all the time so we, me and my sister and my mum we send money back home to our grandmother every so often because for me I feel like I have a um, what's, what's the word responsibility I'm, responsibility for my grandmother 
grandmother because for the first key stages of my life, she supported me. She was there for me. I'm going to support her. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> how else very, can I put it? Very, very And I, also, like, how much? No, but I'm saying how, how, I'm, how I'm much willing to facilitate the means for you helping yourself. And that and and those are the core things, I believe, that your wellness and your education, I mean, yeah, your health and your education mm. are very core. So if I, if you need to be educated... I can contribute to it, but I need to know that you're striving towards helping yourself as well. Yeah. It's, it's that really. It's like, it's when people become too comfortable for you providing for them. And that's when, when, when you get comfortable, that's when you are going to fail because now I'm your 100% source of um, income. income. Mm. I don't have to agree to that. Yeah. And I think that I think that's one of the things that people, as you said, you know, people move from one country to another. And I see a lot in Filipino culture, people move to another country to support their family. And I think sometimes... But I'm, that's our parents' generation, though. That's one thing. Because it depends on how close you still are with your family back home. Mm. To a certain extent, I'm detached from them. I will still talk to them. We still get along. When we have family occasions, everything's great. But I have seen how families have been treated mm. by family members of Broad, I don't want to be treated like that. So to a certain extent, you can say I'm being selfish. I don't think it's being I, selfish. I don't, or I don't think it's being selfish. It's just being self-preservation. It's, I'm being more guarded mm. about how I help. And I think one of the things that I want to point out is that just because you're in another country doesn't mean that, that you have more money because you sometimes you do, but sometimes you have more outgoings. Yeah. I mean, here, the UK or Europe probably has some of the highest tax rates for... Um, doesn't Just because I get a paycheck at the end of the month, it's, it's a good paycheck, but... <laughs> Are you considering how much I'm getting taxed on yeah. top of that? What my bills are, how I maintain myself. And these are the same people that be asking you for money, but will be in the bar every other weekend, <laughs> changing their hairstyles and you're here trying to change your hairstyle once a year. <laughs> so, so it just depends on how you prioritise it, to be honest. Yeah. I think growing up in a foreign land certainly has its challenges, but it also has its benefits. And I think it's up to you or to us to make sure that we grab these opportunities. For me personally, I never think of me coming from another country has to deter me yeah. or has stopped me from getting the opportunities that I have now. In fact, I actually feel, believe that me growing up in another country has added an additional value and the extra gravitas of my personality when I apply for jobs yeah. or when I do something. I think for me, it's more of uh, understanding where I come from oh, and, yeah, of and the drive. Yeah, it's just knowing where I started and seeing how far I come and how far I'm going to go. I think it's an additional factor with the motivation to do yeah. well. Okay, so for those that have just moved into the UK I hope you're settling in well for those thinking of coming to the UK be why prepared not? why not yeah take a, um, take a leap of faith and come embrace the changes for those that are still living back home that have family in a foreign land be a bit more patient with us I think and understanding when we can't help you uh, that, I don't know what to say about that because <laughs> I don't experience that still <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and remember for every no you get you are one, one step closer, closer to, to getting, getting that. that. Yes, yes, you. yes, you. <laughs> <laughs>